0: Bench Boost Boys Game Week 2 forecast The Fernandos and the Fernandons With me Gav and as always Scott How are you Scott? I'm going well
1: and I Fernand do Fernand did Fernand, Fernand I, did, and I, no f- I Fernand does too Yeah, You continue so, to Fernand I used to and I still does too Yep. There we go,
0: um, before we kick off and explain what all that's about um, the usual housekeeping at Bench Boost Boys on Twitter we had a rather good response to our mailbag this week Did we not? Our bag is full. Brimming. So that will be coming towards the end of the show. Um, But if you have a question for us, um, at BenchBoostBoys on Twitter, best place to catch us, benchboostboys.club is the website. And don't forget to join our FPL Mini League. The code Q8ZM2S. We hate our code. (laughs)
1: <laughs> It'll grow on us. It'll grow on us. We, we should do a quick shout-out, though. Um, yep. We said we would do this at the start of the season. It's something we want to do every week. We want to give a quick shout-out to uh, whoever's sitting at the top of the Bench Boost Boys League, and this week it is Dave Paxton's the Vestal Virgils, currently sitting at number one place with 115 points. It's a lot of points. It's incredible. Um, and, and, you know, for anyone that's listening or not really into FPL all that much if this is your first season and you start to see the average game week score of 69 and you're like oh yeah 69 that's pretty good that's an obscenely high average score that's a really good point because that,
0: that's gonna make you very confused as you start hitting game weeks on 42 yeah, points and, you're and, like,
1: and then you see the average is like 41 and you're yeah. like what's gone wrong what happened what's yeah. happened but uh, I'll say this we had 7 players in our league hit the 100 club so that's, that's amazing. A, a huge achievement yeah with that said, then we will talk about
0: exactly what happened with our teams in game week one. Ah. Bench boss boys, game week one is a wrap already. Would you like to go first, Scott? How you? How did you get on? Yeah, as
1: I mentioned uh, before the break, that well earned break. Yeah. Um, the game week average was sixty nine. Um,
0: Sex number,
1: Uh, and I finished on ninety-four points, so pretty pretty happy with that. Um, And and you know, ninety-four by any stretch of the imagination is a fantastic score. But if you actually look at it, like I said, compared to a lot of other players, Mm. FPL managers at this point, it's really not that great. Um, And and I I say that as someone that's quite happy with my score. Uh, In any other week, it would have been a phenomenal score. But this week, I'm doing swap. No, um, pretty much on the average. I mean, I know the average you're is not. 69. You're literally not. But if, you, if, if, if you're if you only taking the average off FPL Twitter, I'm below average. Oh, okay. Because it seems the like everyone boys. on Twitter, yeah, all, the, all the pros, they're on really high high numbers. Uh, I blanked uh, with five players. I'll quickly run through those guys. Backman, Soufal, Shaw, Barnes, Tony. Uh, Shaw and, and, and Soufal both got yellow cards. I think Backman uh, conceded a couple of goals. Uh, in that three-two uh, win to, uh, against Aston Villa, which you know I- I've got two big um, result that yeah yeah I've got two um, both Watford keepers Backman and Foster and I I play Watford uh, I play Foster as my starting keeper in case Backman gets a red card but um, the players that did well for me I got uh, Alexander Arnold and Simeon both got clean sheets. Uh, I captain Salah, so I, I, we, we watched that uh, Man United Leeds game together, where Fernandez, who yeah. I have on my team, scored a hat trick, and I thought, oh, why didn't I? Why didn't I captain Fernandez? But then Salah went off and scored 17 points anyway. So Salah was a more obvious captain pick. Yeah, yeah, truly he was. And um, he didn't disappoint. 17's not a bad result. He got three bonus points. Uh, Denny Ings got himself a goal, a late penalty. Um, probably didn't have a lot of involvement in that game until he got that penalty. Uh, and then Antonio as well, he got himself 13 points. So pretty happy with that score. So 94 all up uh, with a... Uh, An overall rank uh, and a game week rank, they're exactly the same this week somehow, by some miracle, uh, of 817,000.
0: And there you go. Well, of course, the title of this week's episode was the Fernando's and the Fernandons, which, um, as many of you who will be in your own little mini leagues all over the place, maybe you're in the Bench Boost Boys one, you can almost see it, look at the table. There was a cut-off point around about 70-ish near to 80-ish points where anyone who had, say, more than 79 points probably had Bruno Fernandes and the rest did not. Bruno Fernandes and Salah. Yeah, true. Yeah, Uh, yeah, that's fair. Um, I didn't have Bruno Fernandes. Obviously, I feel a bit sad about it now. Um, I still can't quite decide if that was because I did get a little bit caught up in the Bruno thing. I was hearing all this talk around... Matt
1: came on and talked about that, didn't he?
0: Yeah, it's Matt's fault. Uh, Refunds on the book. Um, Only joking. Get the book. Um, Yeah, just that talk of they're going to play a different tactic now. Um, He'll play deeper. I guess I just took it at face value. I just did it. Just happened and it backfired. Um, So my score... I feel like I've got more of a claim to what you were whinging about. I got 73 points, which is perfectly fine score in any other week. But I didn't have Fernandez, and so it looks bad, but it is marginally above the game week average of 69. Um, Martinez for Villa blanked for me, um, as did Luke Shaw, like he did for you. Ruben Diaz, obviously, Spurs beat City 1 0. Oh, that was an unexpected result. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not to mention the fact Harry Kane didn't play. Um, Madison, um, I got a clean sheet for him, um, but that was it. So three points for him. Uh, one for Rafinha, and yeah, as you said, we watched that game, and I mean, shit result for Leeds full start. But Rafinha, he didn't he didn't play very well that that game. Uh, and then Bamford as well blanked um, for obvious reasons. Um, but where I I feel like I did do well in other areas. Creswell got a goal, seven points there. Um, I got uh, Alexander-Arnold um, six points for him with a nice uh, clean sheet. Obviously, I captain in Salah like a lot of people, so that turned out to be 34. Eight points for Suchek, goal and a bonus point, And then Calvert-Lewin got a goal and a bonus point, seven as well. Um, on the bench, seven points, but not really too much that would have shifted my score. Um,
1: so, yeah, a weird one. Yeah. Half-decent game week, but I already feel like I'm kind of behind the eight ball. Just looking at some of those players that you've got, though, you know, you've got some of the old old faithfuls from last season. Like yeah. uh, The two that stand out for me are obviously Cresswell yeah. and uh, Suchek, mm. um, both West Ham players. So, and both did well. Yeah. And, again, last season you had Cresswell the entire season and Pretty you much. started the season with him and he started off strong for you. And Suchek was a surprise package last season, but...
0: When Um. Lingard didn't return to West Ham, and I know the window's not closed, so it still could happen, it's still slightly rumoured, I thought, well, Suchek then. Yeah. He'll step it up again, and so far, so good. One game. Um, So, yeah, my game week rank is just shy of 3 million. Um, Yeah, only,
1: what is it, only 702
0: shy of 3 million. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it feels a little odd because so many people did have the Salah bruno combo and smashed it out of the park um but yeah shouldn't dwell um the more the question will come later in the show when it's well what do i do next but uh that's for later on stay tuned yeah definitely So the, uh, we'll have another break now Because you know, we're very old tired people And we need regular breaks um, But we'll come back to check in on our watch lists And then later we'll preview Game Week 2's fixtures uh, And then talk about what we will do for Game Week 2 And finish on the aforementioned mailbag Which is brimming
1: Yeah? Yeah Let's do it Did you need confirmation
0: from me? I like it sometimes You know I didn't have Bruno Fernandes My confidence has taken a hit I, I need I need to be loved Okay. And on that bombshell, we'll be back. Ah. Bench bus boys.
1: Watch list update do, 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 do. We're not doing that's not gonna be the soundbite. Nah, we'll try something better next time. Thanks. <laughs> Go on then. Watch list. Just kicking you while you're down. <laughs> um, so I actually um was actively updating my watch list as I went through the games and the fixtures, okay. um, which is probably what I should have been doing last year. It feels like a thorough thing to do. Yeah, it really, it really was. And obviously um, in no particular order, even though I did it in a particular order, <laughs> um, Smith Rowe, mm-hmm. uh, and I know that's weird to say considering Arsenal lost 2-0 to Brentford, um, but truly a had, player, a, had a good game and and looked dangerous the whole time. Another player that I, I took out of that particular game I'm going to butcher the pronunciation. Is Mbuemo, 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 uh, Really dangerous-looking player for Brentford. I think he's only about five million um, midfield okay. player starting, starting for Brentford, and he was really, really quick around the park there. So, um, yeah, he he looked really strong. So he's he's made my watch list. Um, on the other side of North London, we'll we'll go. To Tottenham Hotspur and and Son, he's still on my watch list. I know you've you've got him in your team, so he. No, you don't. Do not. Oh, sorry. I, I quite like him in my team. Just thinking of someone else's team. <laughs> Lots of people's
0: yeah. teams. Uh, son, he... When you said, I'm going to butcher this pronunciation, I thought you were going to say Son. I thought, oh, poor Scott. <laughs> anyway, carry on. I can't
1: read. Uh, yeah, no, Son, he, he just had a great game against City, obviously scored the goal. Mm. Um, hey, pre- pre-season,
0: he was quite... On dangerous. that, I'm not, I'm not about to announce that I'm some kind of genius because it was obvious enough, but when we had Matt on the podcast a couple of weeks ago and we were discussing that whole, what happens if Kane goes, Matt and I both kind of said... I'd probably just stick
1: Son up front in the number nine, and that's exactly what they did. Yeah, and he, and he had five big chances. Yeah, he, so yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Honestly, great game for Son, and if if he can stay fit, he is going to get goals this season mm. if he keeps getting um, opportunities like. Because I mean, five five chances against a team like Man City. Imagine how many he's going to get against a team like Southampton. Absolutely, without, yeah. Um, ben Rama obviously mm. uh, pre-season he was a big hit for a lot of players, and a lot of players did have him, and he absolutely nailed it this week. I think he got twelve points. Jealous I didn't have him. Mm. I went the other route of Antonio so he's That not wasn't all... a bad
0: shout though. No, no
1: no no he, he did he also got um thirty he got thirteen points. He did he did well as well. But uh Side Ben quite a cheap midfielder and, you know, I am looking at that you know Harvey Barnes and you know it's been one game week and I'm gonna stick with Harvey Barnes. But um something to keep an eye on mm. is, is whether or not Side Ben Rama keeps playing the way he's been playing and if Harvey Barnes continues to get And it's not so much Harvey Barnes's performance. He didn't play particularly well, but he also got subbed off after around 67 minutes or something. Right. So he's not getting a full 90. So just something to keep an eye on for myself. Hard to ignore Paul Pogba, and uh, it's strange for me to say this because he's not an FPL asset in, in any other season. People look at him as a player that you know quite well because they're a world-class player. But not the kind of player you want to have on your fantasy team because they don't score a Typically, lot of points. Typically, yeah. yeah. Um, but then he went off and got four assists. <laughs> Huge haul. So mm. 16 points or something like that. So um, I'm going kind to of get. He's on the watch list, but I'm not going to bring him in uh, anytime soon. I'm just going to keep an eye on it because if all of a sudden he's got more of a free role or something and he starts to become an FPL asset, I don't want to be too late on that bandwagon. Right. And the same goes for Mason Greenwood. Mason. Greenwood, not Sam Greenwood. Foreshadowing. Um, so, looking at Greenwood, obviously he was quite another popular pick. I know that they've already got Cavani out injured at the moment, mm. or or sick, or something along those lines. He's seventy five percent at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Either way, he's not he's not guaranteed. And uh, who was it? Rashford Ra- as well. Rashford's a long termer. Yeah. So Greenwood's probably going to get quite a few runs, and he was dangerous against Leeds. Oh, and he's, and a,
0: he, he's a massively promising player.
1: Yeah. Really quick. He got yeah. that goal. I think he. I think it was was it streak. Yeah, he just left him for in the dust, didn't he? Yeah. Um, so keeping an eye on him, uh, Alonso, Chelsea. Yeah, still keeping Chilwell out the team. And that's strange to say, considering Chilwell had such a great season last season. And mm. um, When Tuchel came in, he's obviously changed things up and Alonso got a few more starts towards the end of last season as well. And, yeah. um, you know, Alonso started that game and he played brilliantly and that free kick was fantastic. Oh, amazing, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, it was, it was against uh Crystal Palace, wasn't it? But uh Guita's not a bad keeper no. by any stretch of the imagination, but he was completely flat footed. Um Rich Allison for Everton and DCL, they both played really well. Um Rich Allison last season I made fun of you for having me in your team at the start of the season, but if if he keeps up this uh, level of intensity that he showed in that game, uh he could be actually a really good uh Yeah, I've got him on, I've
0: got him in mine as well this week. Uh, my only concern is for a guy who played through the Copa America and the Olympics is he going to run out of steam who knows yeah, time maybe. will tell time will
1: tell last one i watched watch this, and I promise it's my last one mm. it's uh, for Watford for Watford he yeah. had a really good game Um. he was he's a 6 million midfielder um, you know he looked a lot more dangerous uh, I, th- I think he's a big part of the reason why Matty Target got got pulled at half time I think from what I've I've seen and what I've read mm. uh, Matthew Target Saar was just running rings around him, so
0: yeah, had to switch it
1: up, yeah. Um, they had to pull Maddie Target, and and by then it was obviously too late because Watford we went on to win three two. But uh, I've got Maddie Target, and I'll be honest with you, um, if a player like Sar can run rings around Maddie Target, something's not right. Maybe but maybe he's that. not fully fit. Saar's a great player,
0: maybe. So. It's going to be really interesting keeping an eye on some of the players from the promoted teams.
1: Yeah, but was, Cause there's some
0: gems in there for sure.
1: And it's also going to be interesting keeping an eye on some of the players who last season performed so well for us, like Matty Target. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, for yourself, Suchek and, and Cresswell, are they going to keep up that, you know, consistency? Yeah. That's me done, I promise. No, all good. Um, got a bit of an overlap here. I've
0: got Antonio on my list. Um, he stays there because I thought about him pre season. Uh, Yep, not like that. And um, you went with him and he did well. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, he stays on there. Son as well, for obvious reasons. Um, <laughs> I've, obviously, because I don't have him, I have to put Bruno Fernandes on there. I don't need to elaborate on that. Uh, Pogba, as for reasons you said, and ben Rama as well. I remember you in our preseason show mentioning ben Rama. And he didn't play a lot for West Ham last season. I don't know if it was fitness or injury related, but when he did, he looked lively and he, you know, he's a highly regarded player. Um, so, yeah, it's quite good to actually see him starting for West Ham and making an impact. So he's on there. And then uh, Richarlison as well for exactly the same reasons we just
1: mentioned. It's, I mean, it, it's probably a good sign that we have a very similar watch list because it means we're both seeing the same things out of these players. Yeah, I mean, it's only game we won as well.
0: Yeah. But, um. Yep, yeah, so I'm going to keep an eye on those guys. Um, we'll see what happens next,
1: eh? You know what we've earned?
0: <laughs> Let me guess. Is it a break? It's a break. boss ah. boys. Time is flying. And Game Week 2 is already here. Oh, well, it's still a couple of days away. Depends when you're listening, mate. I mean, it might have already gone. Maybe you listened to this after the fact. What, what are you doing? <clears throat> But if, uh, if you're listening to it like a sane human being, um, game week two is upon us in a matter of days and it kicks off with Liverpool versus
1: Burnley. What say thee? I one of, the, one of my only comments is obviously if Salah blanks, it's going to ruin a lot of people's weekends because I can tell you right now with certainty he's going to be over 50% captained. You'd think. Yeah. Bruno will be close behind him, I think. Um, Maybe after that, maybe a Man City asset here or there. And it'd be tough to to know whether it'll be KDB or Grealish. I don't know if KDB's fit or not. But, um, yeah, having your captain, and I know a lot of people will captain Salah, playing the first game of the season can really ruin a weekend. So Mm. I'm I'm tempted to look at the fixture later on in the week where Man United are playing against Southampton. Yeah. They're playing away. We know the fans are back. We know that can make a difference. So, I don't know. I don't know which way I'm really swinging at the moment. I'm a yeah, bit on the yeah, fence. Yeah, you do. You do. Well, I mean, I've I've got I've got an armband, but I'm I'm also. I'm also the kind of person that will change. That three more times before the game week kicks off. So I'm- I don't know. That's all I have to say, really. I want to keep an eye on Jota's minutes because he obviously got subbed off after around 60, 60 minutes. Yeah. So, um, you know, we know that they've got a pretty potent front four there. Um, oh, yeah, they stink. Um. Andy Robertson
2: potent yeah no I got that
0: um, Andy Robertson uh, I see uh, Twitter is a flap because people are suggesting he, he's he been seen doing the running mm. um, official FPL says uh, he's due back 12th of September but they are quite regularly wrong but yep. uh, all those guys who banked on uh, Simicus in the uh, myself included Simicus do you have Simicus
1: no oh no, I don't. Um, that, either Simic, Simic can or Simic can <laughs> That will be next week. It work.
0: Um, so yes, there is some concern that he will be back. Um, official reports say not till twelfth of September, but things can change in an instant. Lest we forget, Son last year. Yeah,
1: Simicast has already gone up in value to four point one, mm. which is good for anyone that owns him, myself included. Yeah. Um, I don't think I'll panic too much about seeing Andy Robertson running around a field. I'm not going to sell Simicast right now, but. Um, something to keep an eye on. And like I said, if, if Harvey Barnes stops performing and I bring on a player like Saar, that frees up a million to maybe upgrade Simicus to someone yep. but a little bit more expensive. So
0: I'm not too worried. I'm glad to hear that. Uh, Aston Villa, Newcastle. Obviously, Villa had a bit of a shaky start to the season. Um, so they're at home in this one against Newcastle and will be looking to make amends. Um,
1: Ollie Watkins is 75% got a knee injury. Both teams coming off the back of a loss Mm. for this fixture, which is um, going to be interesting because they're both going to want some points. So Newcastle lost 4-2 to West Ham, obviously, and and Villa lost 3-2 to to Watford. So both very high-scoring affairs, but that doesn't say a lot for either of the team's defences. No. Um, I I think probably a couple of players that I will keep an eye on. Matt Ritchie, actually, for um, Newcastle. Um, Did he get a goal? He did, didn't he? I'm not sure. Well, he was up in the box a couple of times. I think he maybe won one of their free kicks Okay. just outside the box. Um, yeah, uh, Alan St-Maximin as well. He's playing now and he's considered now on FPL as a striker. Okay. So that's something uh, new for this season. And obviously, uh, Ings, again, he scored a penalty later on for Aston Villa, but he didn't really show a heap of promise in that game. So I, I really want to keep an eye on, on him because... If he's just going to be scoring penalties, I think Al Ghazi probably would have taken that penalty if he was still on the field. And I think he'd just been taken off, so Ings got that right. pen. So I, I'm not 100% sure uh, Ings is their penalty taker. Right. Um, and I, I know Watkins takes their pen sometimes too. So uh, if Watkins isn't going to keep kicking on, that's something just to keep an eye on. Absolutely. Um,
0: next game's an interesting one, A pet- Potential opportunity for Brentford to go two from two. They're playing away to Crystal Palace. Yeah, I have this as a bit of a yawn match. I think you've got Tony. Yeah, yeah, I've, and I, I will be starting him this week. And I've uh, got Tony. Little,
1: little uh, spoiler little, alert. Spoiler. Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, one of the one of the um fellows that has reached out to ask us a, a us a question later. I've seen his team. Mm-hmm. Now he had in the first week, Benteke, <laughs> but he also has a young fellow by the name of Zaha. Oh, yeah. So it'd be interesting to see if Zaha is still going to get any hype whatsoever in the FPL circles this season because he's a player that occasionally just gets huge points.
0: Yeah, and um, Eze's got an unknown return date, which is unfortunate for Palace because, obviously, last year it was all kind of Eze, Townsend and Zaha. And uh, Townsend's gone and Eze's out.
1: Yeah, I did see Townsend's gone to Everton, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, not a, not a bad signing for Everton. That's
0: great. Um, so Palace are kind of up against it. Gary Cahill left the club as well in the summer. Obviously, he's knocking on a bit now, but trusted centre back. So I don't. I'm not too. Uh, not too convinced by Palace. Happy to be I proven wrong. I wasn't convinced by Palace last season. No. I reckon this year they might go down. We'll see, won't we? But yeah, good opportunity here for Brentford to go two from two. So um, watch that space. Leeds versus Everton. Leeds coming off a 5 1 thrashing from Manchester United, which has got to hurt. Um, obviously, Everton did a bit better than that. Um, but it's at Ellen Road. Um, I'm, I'm expecting, well, I'm hoping rather, for my own sake, that Rafinha does a little bit better this week uh, and Leeds in general.
1: I don't think you're the only one thinking that. Right? Yeah. There's a lot of players out there. A lot of and people it's, backed it's, him. It's, it's, it's a bit of a knee-jerky community, the FPL community, because there's a lot of people already talking about getting rid of Rafinha based off one performance. I think that's a little bit hasty.
0: I feel like that's one of the bigger lessons that I learned from last season, to be yep. honest, was not to be so knee-jerky. Yeah. Because otherwise you're just all over I the place.
1: Matt, Matt from... Uh, FPL obsessed. He talks about that too. He goes, yeah. "Don't just rage transfer a player out if they miss miss an absolute sitter." Gotta have know. a bit of patience. Yeah, and uh, the, the same applies to um, for Harrison. For me, you know, I've got I've got Harrison. Obviously, they didn't have the best game against Man United, and and that you know affects those players like me that couldn't afford Rafinha. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think um, Everton Everton had a really interesting game because they conceded a pretty soft early goal to Southampton. They, yep. they ended up winning 3-1. Um, so, they you know, in the end, I think it was pretty, you know, a walked fixture for them. I think that says a lot more about Southampton, though, than it does about Everton, to Poss- be honest. Possibly, yeah. Good to see DCL get on the score sheet. And, um, you know, he's going to be someone that you're going to want to keep an eye on if you're a Leeds uh, fan, which you are. <laughs> um Because uh, DCL, we know he's capable of scoring. And, and Townsend is, um, like you said, you know, he's a player that just... He whips balls in. Richarlison's doing well.
2: Yeah. So uh we'll see hopefully a yeah. uh, bit of a goal. <clears throat> bit of a
1: um bit of a strange backline this season I think Everton have too. I think there was I can't remember the name of the player Hol- Holgate or something like Holgate, that. Holgate, Holgate. Started um in Senate you know, and and last season he didn't get all that many starts. Um, so yeah, it'd be interesting to see how, how that back line evolves too.
0: Mm, totally. Then we go on to Manchester City versus Norwich. Uh well Man City coming off the back of a loss. Um, still without Harry
1: Kane. So in are Norwich, aren't they? Coming off the back of a loss.
0: It's less surprising though. Yeah, that's true. Um so Norwich up against it there. Uh Gundawan seventy five percent. Foden expected back eleventh of September, lest we forget. Um, <laughs> any any other thing, pickups on that one to be honest? <laughs> Carry on. Ignore it. No, was that a September 11 joke? Is it too soon? I wouldn't have said joke, but um, oh, I guess I have the power to edit this. Whether or not I do or not it's another thing.
1: Don't cancel me. Um, anything else to say about Manchester City versus Norwich? No, like I said, I think um, if you're not captaining Salah and you're not captaining Bruno, look at a Man City asset. And popular choices, obviously, you've got Grealish, KDB, mm-hmm. uh probably Torres. Yeah, I'd say Not Torres, a bad shout yeah. there. Um, yeah, um, I mean they'll be they'll they'll probably keep a clean sheet. You know they'll be a little bit embarrassed. They lost to Spurs. Mm. Um, Spurs aren't a bad side, but they'll, they'll be a little bit embarrassed. They lost there, and they'll be looking to make sure that they absolutely do not throw this one away. Totally. Uh,
0: Brighton and Hove Albion versus Watford. Yeah, this is the second yawn match of the week. But it's funny. I, I could. It, I reckon it could probably actually be a good game of football. It's yeah, not...
1: you're not going to watch it. No. No. Um, I I'll be keen keen to see how Sa does if he can back up that performance from last weekend yep. um, against uh, a Burn, uh, a Brighton side that have a uh, pretty well thought of defence people they lost Ben well White but they're still good well regarded yeah that's the word I'm looking for yeah.
0: is Veltman fit uh, yes um, I believe so. Dennis for Watford, who I think was in the Kings of the Game Week. Yeah, he scored 11 He's points. on the 75%, yeah. which, as we well know, and it's more of a trope or a meme at this point, means he's definitely playing. Um, and that's all I've got to say about that. Uh, Southampton versus Manchester United. Cavani on 75% as well.
1: This is the fixture that has me thinking, I should captain Bruno. This and will be another other... 5-0, this one, or well, that's... another 5-1 or whatever. You've got to look at it and go... So are at home. They're going to have fans for the first time in a long time. Both of them. Um, but they've got bugger all in defence. Did you see their defensive lineup this season? And uh, this, wasn't this someone game? trying to buy Vestergaard
0: as well? Like the the
1: uh, I the vultures was, are. I think he's are gone. coming.
0: Yeah. I think he's gone. Oh, maybe. And, and, that makes me nervous for them. Carl Walker Peters isn't even first teamer at the moment.
1: Yeah, Louver. Lu- Lu- I don't know. I, I think that's how you say. It. You know how little I care about Southampton assets. I quite, can't, even, I can't even
0: remember their names. Oh, and there you go. So I'm. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see another Manchester United trounce in. I will be keeping a keen eye on uh, Pogba and Greenwood.
1: Do I want to transfer my captain's armband onto Bruno? Let's talk about that later. Okay. There's a whole section for that. Okay. Wolves versus Tottenham. Oh, Tottenham coming off the back of a win and Wolves off the back of a loss. Yeah, Wolves didn't look too bad, though. It was 1-0 uh, no. to Leicester. Uh, Jamie Vardy scored. Um, this is weird. He's really old now. <laughs> this
0: um, Jamie Vardy didn't score in Wolves versus Tottenham, mate. No, um, oh,
1: no, no. Against Leicester.
0: Why are you talking? Oh, sorry. I'll wake up in a minute. But one, I was preoccupied because one thing that made me laugh looking at the um, FPL website was they listed Harry Kane as 75% and detailed it was due to a lack of fitness. If Harry Kane wants to play football, he'll play football. That's bullshit. That's, that's, that's all I've got to say about that. Okay. That's it. Sorry. That was my big grandstanding
1: moment. R- really, really good to see Raheem in back. Um Yeah. Apparently got a few few chances. I didn't watch the full highlights. so Okay. Um, yeah, Wolves Tottenham.
0: Uh, I expect Tottenham to win.
1: Yeah. Uh, Son made my watch list. Yeah. And I will say this. Wolves isn't the most attractive fixture. They're, they can be a good side on their day. Um, I, I imagine if Son can have five chances against Man City, he can have quite a few against Wolves. But yeah. it's their next couple of fixtures too. Crystal Palace and, and Watford. Mm. That make me think that if, if he can get son in now gets son in now they that's do face shot. chelsea and arsenal after that that's a few games to wait though uh yeah, yeah, yeah so you've got three games before that that run of well chelsea is a difficult fixture and then arsenal is also one of the fixtures <laughs>
0: speaking of which speaking of arsenal and chelsea arsenal at home to chelsea um oh bloody arsenal
1: <laughs> My only notes were that I would have called this a big game if Arsenal was still a big club. Uh, yeah, 10 years ago I'd have called this a big game. Um, Romelu Lukaku, will he feature? Possibly. I have heard rumour he is. Reckon he'll start? Potentially. Uh, Zayic. Neither will or he
0: won't. Zayich, due back end of August, by the way, for all those Zayic fans. Um, yeah, I don't know about Lukaku. I, I've obviously said the other week that I don't quite get it. I appreciate this idea that he's... Gotten better and matured and coming into his prime. Cool. That's, we've got some. It. We've
1: got a question in the mailbag about Lukaku, and we'll get to that. We'll, we'll discuss Lukaku in depth.
0: Okay. And then
1: the, the sorry, the last game of the game week is
0: West Ham at home to Leicester. That should be a good game. Yeah, big match. I think I feel like they're quite evenly matched teams. Those two.
1: Yeah, they are. Oh, well, I, I, yeah. Mad, yeah.
0: Madison's on seventy-five percent. I think he'll play.
1: Yeah, Barnes will be the only player I really keep an eye on for Leicester again. Pereira. There was a player last season that came in quite cheap, four, four and a half mil, and Mm. he he did well all season. And he started this season quite well as well. I think he's probably kings of the game week as well, actually. Yeah, yeah, he was. That performance. So interesting to keep an eye on him. Um, Segway for you, completely unrelated.
0: You said Pereira, just completely triggered me. Mateus Pereira of West Brom, who Leeds were linked to over the summer, and he was linked to other Premier League clubs, ended up going to like Saudi Arabia or something. Mm. What the fuck? Yeah, that's a waste. I mean, it must be money, but that's horrible. It's like when um, bloody Oscar went to China. I'm like, what are you doing? You're in the prime of your career. What are you doing? Anyway, that, I'll get off my soapbox. Anything else about uh, West Ham, Leicester? No. <laughs> oh, yeah. Obviously, as we said in the watch list, gonna going to keep an eye on um, the likes of Ben Rama and Antonio. I've got Creswell in my team. Um, But yeah, it should be a good game. Hoping for an an
1: Antonio goal, Barnes assist.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm also intrigued to kind of see if... Because they're on the opposite teams. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm interested to see if Brendan Rodgers continues with Vardy up front, just one striker, or how maybe the other strikers might fit in. Like if he's going to rotate it or if he's just set outside of injuries.
1: Yeah, maybe there's a Daka debut and uh, potentially even... Ionatra. Ionatra, did Ian Atchley feature at all? I
0: um, don't know. I know Vardy scored, but I'm not entirely sure. And that wraps up the Game Week 2 fixtures. When we come back, we will talk in a bit more detail about precisely what you and I are going to do, right? Absolutely. Okay.
1: Benchboss, boys. Okay, Scott, what are your plans for Game Week 2? Cool. So obviously on the back of game week one, had a good good week. Um, going to do that thing that we talked about in, in the pre-season episode where I have confidence in my own choices. So I'm going to roll my transfer this week. I've got no injuries. Okay. There were obviously no red cards in any of the games, I don't think. No. So I've got no reason to, to do anything other than roll, and that puts me in a good position. Uh, it's nice to have two transfers up your sleeve. Um, and we've touched on it a couple of times in this episode already. Right now my armband is sitting on Yeah, uh, It could just as easily move across to Bruno. I've got to keep looking at all the different stats, and those stats tend to argue with one another. I know a lot of people are going to be captaining Salah because there are a lot of people in the Bruno camp, yourself included. There can't be. So not anymore. Bruno's a little bit of a differential captain, would you believe it or not? Um, and and if if that's going to give me an early advantage to have captained him over Salah, and again, I don't love the fact that Sulla's playing in the first game of the game week. Makes me think that if he blanks, my whole weekend's ruined. I might as well just. Right. Yeah. So, right now it's on seller, but that could, could easily change. Um, and I'm going to play a 3 4 3. I'm going to uh, relegate Soufal to the bench um, and I'm going to bring Harrison on. I think Man United was a tough game for Leeds and I think. Uh, yeah, well, I, did, I did notice. Um, they're playing Everton. So, you know, that's going to probably be a bit more of a free flowing game, I think. So. Happy to have Harrison on the bench. Um, And yeah, West Ham has a pretty tough fixture at home to Leicester, so I'm not confident that Suvar's going to keep a clean sheet. What about you? Fair enough.
0: Um, I'm also going to roll my free transfer this week. Um, I'm not going to go into detail yet because one of the mailbag questions bridges into this. So I'll keep my powder dry on that one, but like you, I am going to roll the transfer. Largely as well, because if nothing else... I'm pretty confident in my team, irrespective of the fact that I currently don't have Bruno Fernandes. It's a strong team. So there's no one in there who's either badly injured or in desperate need to be shipped out. So I am going to do that. Um, Salah is my, is my captain's pick. Feels like an obvious one for me, again, particularly because I don't have Bruno. Uh, and I'm going to play a 4-3-3. Uh, I had Tony on my bench last week, so he, he'll come in alongside... Uh well, DCL and Bamford who are playing playing each other. Yeah, playing yeah. against each other.
1: So who's who's getting relegated to your bench? Uh Madison, who's on a seventy-five percent for um Leicester. Yeah, and they've got they've got uh West Ham anyway, so that's a yeah. pretty tough fixture.
0: So that'll be it. Yep. 433, that front line. And uh yeah, I will go into a little bit more detail as to what my grander plan is with rolling my transfer because I am trying to aim towards something and I've probably foreshadowed enough that some people may have guessed.
1: But let's keep uh, some of the mystery. Yeah, you don't want to give it all away. But speaking of huge sacks oh, yeah. <clears throat> of mail, we've got five questions and we're going to need some help answering them. So we've decided to get on a guest, actually one of the people that have sent in a question for us, actually specifically to you. Live and direct. Uh, so he's going to jump in, he's going to ask his question, and he's going to help us answer the rest of the other questions. So um, let's take a quick break and then go and see if we can find him.
0: mailbag time. It is mailbag time, Scott. And as you just said before the break, we've got rather a lot of them.
1: Yeah, we've got a huge, huge bag of mail and um, we've got a guest to help us out. His name's Torrin. He's not very good uh, at what? At connecting audio. Uh, you know, he's, he might connect to his car. We might hear. We might have some more technical difficulties. I'm excited. But we have him online. We're, hopefully we won't have any more glitches. Torrin of
2: Divock was that? That's a great fucking team. That's a great team name. Where'd you come up with that? Um, I actually came up with it Today. Um, I did have a previous name that I just received an email for today saying you cannot have this and we may ban you if you do something like this again. Oh my so, God.
0: What was it? we now we Give need to know
2: the, what, yeah. what was that one? An extra mailbag question for you, Tyron. What the fuck um, was your name? Uh Well, it's it's a bit of an inside joke, thanks to my father in law. Um, who thought it would be funny because I'm such a diehard Liverpool fan to call me a little puff man? Um, so <laughs> that, that's how it came about. And turns out having I some of those see, words yeah, in I the see, team name doesn't cut it.
0: I see what's happened here. Okay.
1: Well, I like yeah. you. I like the new name. The new name's great. <laughs> um, now, Torrin of Devok was at what you had a question specifically for Gav,
2: and I thought it was a great I question. Go on um gav Mm. my question for you my boy is as a Leeds fan are you able to shed some light on sam greenwood he has been transferred in by a lot of people and i've got a feeling you might know why yeah if you can
0: yeah well do you know what initially i i couldn't i didn't know why and then scott had to spell it out for me um obviously i know sam greenwood is but you know to uh Sp- that, that makes one of us. Yeah. yeah to, to spell it out, it's that it seems that people are accidentally bringing him in thinking he's Mason Greenwood, which is ridiculous, but it's happened. It's a thing. And what did we see earlier? Something like 16,000 16, people? 16,000 people. So
1: he's only got ownership of less than 1%, so it's, half of a percent.
0: It's still a lot of morons. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the first point is people think he's Mason Greenwood, who plays for a completely different team. Yeah. Um, so that's hilarious. But as as you're interested, um, Sam Greenwood is a 19-year-old striker. Originally came from the Sunderland youth setup. Was bought by Arsenal. Very highly regarded. Did extremely well in the Arsenal youth setup. And then Leeds managed to to snatch him. I think about 18 months ago or so. Um, he has never played in the league for Leeds. He is even in the uh, uh, Leeds came. They won the Premier League two group two so like the second division of the under 21s competition last season and he was one of the standout players um so he is an extremely promising striker um who is highly regarded in the youth setup at leeds um never played in the league has played like one fa cup game he'll probably be used a lot this season in the league cup i would imagine um but as much as leeds only play one striker he's probably still like Fourth or fifth choice. So, to anyone listening who has brought in Sam Greenwood into their FPL team, don't. I mean, he's cheap for a reason because he. I just doubt he'll play at all this season, um,
2: and that's perfectly fine. But
0: yeah, that's uh, that's Sam Greenwood for you. The inside scoop from. So, Gav.
2: alternatively, yeah, the uh, the other option you could roll with, I suppose, is don't transfer him out and hold on to him for the next four years, and you might see your returns.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think... <laughs> That's not how FPL works. No, I think FPL will force you to change each <laughs> yeah. season, but um, who knows? Like, There should be a bonus for getting early signing. Yeah. You know, just being yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. I
1: scattered this guy when yeah, he was yeah. a lowly 4.5
0: million. It's still that, there's always that mystery around exactly how much a uh, youth player will develop, but all I can tell you right now is he's uh, a
1: promising young player. Great question. Didn't know we were going to get an education tonight, but here we are. There you go. Thank you, Tyrone. Um, and you're going to stick around. you can help us answer some of these questions. The next one actually comes from the winner of the Bench Boys League from last season, Stefan de Jong, a very nice fellow. Very nice. Interacts with us quite a lot on FPL Twitter. We're a big fan of his, and he's a guy that follows us. Can't even say he's a big fan of ours, but he follows us on Twitter. Yes. Um, what does he ask? Oh, he's he's got another question straight directed straight at you, Gavin. Oh, good. <clears throat> and this is on the back of the Bruno mm question and I think this is probably where you said you wanted to expand out on your rolling transfer plan but Gavin are you looking to get Bruno into your team and if so how?
0: Yes I am if Bruno hadn't done anything or it had turned out that he was playing a deeper role I wouldn't give a shit but he had a monster of a game week and now I'm I know it's only game week one and this kind of plays into the whole don't make emotional or, or angry transfers but how can I not try and get bruno Fernandes in my team i'd love to get my team however the way that i have seemingly spread the the value or the money in my team means that if i want to get him in in one move salah has to leave that's not happening i can't even get him in in two moves um because i've got i don't have any super cheap players it's quite even and it's backfired massively um, so somewhat lesson learned So at the moment the plan is Roll the transfer this week Because, and this was a tip from you actually It buys me a bit of time in case either Sal- Salah gets, Hopefully Salah breaks his leg yeah, same. And then, <laughs>
1: then you've got the decision made for you Yeah,
0: so either Salah breaks his legs Or even uh, Bruno Fernandes So it buys me a bit of time So the plan loosely is next week um, I'll have two transfers At which point I can remove a couple of players And, and replace them with cheaper players um, with a view to then the following week having enough money in the bank uh, to, to bring Fernandes in. So at the moment, that's the plan. Things can change pretty quickly. But, yeah, it's a th- uh, kind of two- or three-step process. Um,
1: so How- the answer to your question is yes. Hurry up and wait. Yeah. And if you yeah. don't want to take any points hits with this early on in the season, which we've, we've yes. talked about a lot pre-season, you don't want to do that. Tyron- uh, well, I did, I did that tons last season anyway. Yeah. Torrin, have you got Bruno Fernandes?
2: Uh, yes, I do. Okay. He is definitely there and he's not going anywhere at this stage. And
1: and Mo Salah, I'm assuming you've got him too. I do, yeah. So you, yeah, you've got the big guns. You've got it all crossed off. So It's just Gavin that's sitting yeah. here on his leg. So how many points did you end up with last last week, uh, uh 94, I believe. Exact same as Mitt. Do we have the same team? I'm going to look up your team. Gav, you can ask the next question. All right then,
0: cool. Uh, FPL Beer Drinker asks... Lukaku in and if so when um, I'll, I'll also jump in with the first answer there uh, as someone that isn't particularly enamoured with Lukaku um, if I would just keep an eye on him I, I would want to wait until the point at which he's starting week in week out and banging in the goals um, otherwise I just don't get it it's not like it's cheap um, and it, w- what are your thoughts on that Torrin?
2: Uh, I am 1000% on board with that. I'm one of those people who has never overly rated him. I know he does score goals, um, but he also spends a lot of time doing nothing um, or has done in the Premier League. And I'm probably... Ignorantly so, not a big fan of the Italian league, so I don't really see that as a marker. Same, I don't mean to be an arsehole
0: towards Italian football, but a, a guy turning up and scoring a bunch of goals for the best team in that country doesn't make him a massively incredible striker. Unfortunately, doesn't mean he won't be because there's also some good strikers in that league.
1: So I wasn't listening. Uh, but <laughs> where did you both land? Do you you you're in the no camp, Torin. Gavin, you're in the hur- you're in the wait and see.
0: Uh, we were kind of on the same page. Not big fans of Lukaku. Yeah.
1: Okay, well, I think I'm probably a little bit different then, and uh, you know, it's probably good to have two different opinions then for the for FPL beer drinker, so he can walk away yeah, with absolutely, absolutely nothing. Sure. I just don't um, get the excitement. I I do see value in in waiting. Um, I wouldn't bring him in for this game week. They're playing against Chelsea, so obviously, yes, he's going to score three or four goals. But again, don't use that as a marker. It's Arsenal. Um, Romelu Lukaku is a player that can come in. Um, and may take a little while to warm back up to the Premier League. We know that he can um, score goals in that league. We know that he's a big striker, a big player. Um, But I I would wait to see how he meshes and gels with that Chelsea team because it's a different Chelsea team you know absolutely A well, d- different d- d- everything he really he's
0: coming back to a team that's entirely different
1: <clears throat> and now, now I'm looking at Torren's team and speaking of teams oh, yeah. that aren't entirely different Torren and I only have two players that aren't the same he wow. has Rafinha where I have Harrison and he has Sanchez where I have Backman so that explains why you and I ended up on such close points Torren there you exactly go exactly the same points great minds eh um, next question actually this one Torren I reckon you'll have a pretty good insight into and it comes from Andy of No Kane No Gain who ironically actually doesn't have Kane um I have Sadio Mane instead of Salah. And I say this right. Torin is a Liverpool fan. I should clarify. Uh, I have Sadio Mane instead of Salah. Is it worth having a differential so early in the season or should I play it safe for now? Torrin,
2: what are your thoughts? Um, Look, no, simply. Um, Salah is 100% your man right now. Um, I mean, without going into crazy Liverpool fanboy um, nonsense, Quite simply, everything goes up the right-hand side. Alexander-Arnold is a massive, massive catalyst, way more so than Robertson, Simicass. Um, You will get the occasional long bomb cross to someone like Mane from Trent Alexander-Arnold. But a lot of the time, it's a bit more dicky Tack move on through Salah. And Salah does not like to pass that much, so he's going to score the goals. He got two assists um, on the weekend. Yeah. He did?
1: No, Salah. Salah, Salah got two assists. So maybe he's finally added passing to his game.
2: (laughs) Um, He does. And Mane's not a bad choice, but if it's an either-or scenario and money isn't a problem for you, then I would struggle to go past Salah. He's still going to take your pens. Um, Yeah, it's hard not to go with him.
1: And what about the thoughts of potentially having a differential this early in the season, ignoring the names, ignoring Mane versus Salah? I mean, what is a differential this early in the
0: season? There's been one game like unless you just go for um... I
1: think differential in this sense is just purely on ownership because you could have an entirely template team and by the looks of things Tyron and I obviously do because we've got very similar teams I mean I wouldn't be trying to get cocky
0: and leaving out Salah in the chase for differentials because the amount of points Salah picks up that could backfire quite badly if Salah goes off the boil or Liverpool fall apart go for it but I would grab a player from another team or if Salah gets injured that's a no brainer but I certainly wouldn't be dumping Salah because I'm trying to be cocky with a differential.
1: Yeah, I mean, my, my only two cents, I actually agree with both of you um, completely. I, I would have Salah over Mane, and I do, obviously. Mane's great. Um, I would say probably uh, it takes balls to stick with someone like Mane over Salah, um, and it could there could be game weeks where it absolutely does pay off. Like like the last game week of the season, last season, true, um, Mane true. scored two goals, Salah uh, provided absolutely uh, no FPL points. So, uh, yeah. Um, Andy, I think that's a resounding three no's. Probably not worth it at this stage of the season. Agreed. Uh, next question. Matt Pool asks... No, it's Matthew of Pool. He doesn't want to give away his last name, but he's happy to give away his team name.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that worked out well. Matthew of Pool asks, should I have a keeper from the same team as one of my defenders or should they be from separate team?
1: Now, I have done that in the past, but I prefer not to. Okay. I I think there are a lot of players that have Sanchez as a goalkeeper. Torrin, you're one of them, uh, and there's a lot of people that are also looking at uh, Brighton defenders as a double up. Now, my my goalkeeper is Backman and Foster, and that would leave me with a Watford defender. And I'm not a massive fan of of Watford's defense, so I've I haven't gone down that route, but. I don't see an issue with having two defenders from one team. I right now, and I know Torrin currently has Simikas and Alexander-Arnold. So we're basically doubling down on the fact that uh, Liverpool will probably keep a lot of clean sheets this season and Simikas will probably not stay in both of our teams. Torrin, I can't speak for you, but once Robertson's fit and firing again, Simikas will probably make it uh, be relegated to my bench and then eventually onsold when I can afford to bring in someone new or just wildcard him out of the team. Um, so I'm not averse to having two defenders from the same team. I think that my position has probably changed a bit from last year, where I was pretty staunchly against in the no camp. Um, but I also would say too, because he hasn't really specified, um, and I'll have a quick look. See if he's in the bench boost boys league. Uh, but he hasn't really specified to say uh, whether or not he would be uh, having if he had two defenders from uh, and a goalkeeper from maybe Man City. That would actually be a good shout. Yeah, so you're that's... going to be keeping a lot of... That's your caveats then, right?
0: It's either got to be based on the strength of the team or even their fixtures. Like, Liverpool's early fixtures are decent. Um, so, yeah, I can appreciate that caveat. Typically, I don't like to do it because as much as it's a double-edged sword that, you know, you could get clean sheets for both of them. I'm a little bit more cynical and pessimistic and I feel like it's an opportunity to lose points
1: doubly. And I, ha- and I have found his team. He actually is talking about Brighton. He's talking about Sanchez and Dunk.
2: Torrin, what are your thoughts? Um, I mean, I don't intentionally do something like that. At the same time, the keepers are those positions that I tend to sort of set and forget. Um, so it will happen from time to time if a team is doing really well defensively and there's a, a good person in the market to transfer in for that reason. I I think it was mentioned a couple of weeks ago in one of your earlier podcasts about the fact that your defenders and the players that you're looking at defensively, you're looking at less for clean sheets and more for the attacking side of things. Yeah. I, I have a very strong thought process with all of that as well. Um, so, I mean, like you mentioned, we do have the two Liverpool players in our teams at the moment, but for me, that's just because Simakas was too cheap and too good of a deal to, to turn down at this stage. Which is pretty much the only reason I've gone with it, and it's not something that I would be doing long term. Like when Robertson's back in, I'm not going to try to squeeze him into my team with Trent Alexander-Arnold. Um, so, yeah, for me, it's it's ideally not. But the keeper side of stuff, I know I'm a bit sort of oblivious towards. So, yeah, I'm not. I haven't got a huge opinion either way, to be honest.
1: Well, that's the only reason we brought you onto the show was to get your opinion. Uh, I like to
2: be wishy-washy from time to
1: time. <laughs> uh, Gavin, can I ask, and I know I could just easily scroll up and I'll do that. Your, goal, your goalkeeper is Martinez. Yeah. Um, so I actually, when I,
0: I, I flipped in the last at the last moment, it wasn't going to be him. I actually had initially gone for Edison of Man City.
1: Um, oh, that's a lot of
0: money. He's yeah. six mil, isn't he? Yeah. And I had Target in defence. And then when I was like, actually, you know what? That's not good. I don't want to spend that much money on a keeper. I switched it to Martinez and then took Target out. Hmm because I didn't want the
1: double up. So we've got three different goalkeepers in our teams here. I've got Backman, you've got Sanchez, Tyron and Gavin, you've got Martinez. So I think probably none of us have have done what, what Matthew's actually talking about, but Matthew's already done that. So I guess potentially his question then is, should I transfer out? Well, look, depending on the fixtures, and I couldn't tell you off the top of my
0: head, I can tell you who they're playing this week. Brighton are at home to Watford, which is probably quite safe. Largely oh, speaking. I don't know. Well, well versus, did... well, versus who, whoever else they're going to play in the league. Well,
1: like, Watford just got three goals against Villa. Yeah,
0: but, you know, if it, you're right. But all I'm saying is if, if Brighton were about to play away to Manchester United or something, uh, that would fill me with a bit of fear for them um, or for him. Um, so fixture plays a big part as well. Like if suddenly Brighton were about to play Man City, Manchester United, Chelsea, uh, Spurs all in a row... I probably wouldn't want to be in that position.
1: Fifteen years ago, Arsenal would have been in that. In that yeah. Four teams you just named. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, on that bombshell, uh, Torin, thanks for coming onto the show. Thanks for uh, yeah, sending thanks, in a mate. question. If, if, uh, if any of our listeners want to send in questions, you can find us on FPL Twitter. Um, just at us, I suppose. Uh, at bench boost boys. We'll occasionally um, shoot out the option for people to just jump straight onto Twitter and ask a question from those um 100%. from those tweets.
0: Um, Benchboostboys.club is the website, um, and remember to join our FPL league. And uh, as we said at the top show, we absolutely hate our code this year. Um, so I'll, I'll say it slowly because it's not, it's a bit of a phonetical nightmare. Uh, the code to join the Benchboost Boys league
1: is Q8ZM2S. Torrin, one more question before you go, Um, and thank you again for coming
2: on. It's been a real pleasure having you. Thanks for having me. Uh,
1: Who are you going to captain this week, Bruno or Salah?
2: Well, it's got to be Salah. It has to be.
1: All right, there you go. It's got to be Salah. He's telling me to do Salah. All right, cheers, Torren. and
0: uh, we will uh, catch you next week. Good luck with everybody's game week too,
1: Um, some some more than others. Good luck to you, Gavin. I hope you can crawl out of that. mess you've created for yourself by not having Bruno. I know. Cool. Catch you next time. See you guys.